Welcome back to the SEC Recap Podcast. I am your host, Ben Warren. However you're choosing to join me today, whether you're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, thank you for being here. And if you're back with me on YouTube, love you. Thanks for checking back in. We are picking up where we left off last week, taking a look at SEC Transfer Portal rankings. Last week, we looked at the SEC West with our aggregate rankings. We took the On3, the 247, and the Athlon Sports Composite Transfer Portal rankings. Came up with an aggregate, uh, or what I call my consensus rankings. There we go. Uh, and we looked at one player headed to each team that I think will make an impact, be what I call an impact player. Now, many of these schools have more than one. Uh, so you might debate, you know, is this the number one guy? Is that the number two guy? Whatever, whatever. Just players that I think can earn week one starting snaps, or at least compete for that, and make an immediate impact. So that's really all the criteria is. Um, to recap, and I'm jumping right into it today. There's a ton of news. The Super Bowl just happened. Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs just won. Basketball, you know, in full swing. I want to cover it all, but I learned my lesson the hard way. I just can't cover everything uh, in a 30-minute episode. They run too long. People check out. I don't like that. You guys don't like that. So I'm I'm keeping with the meat and potatoes content here. Probably going to have to switch news, scores, and that kind of stuff to a separate second episode a week. Oh, no. A second episode a week. Who would want that? Well, me. I do. Um, but we'll recap here uh, with the consensus ranking. So at number one overall was LSU. Number two overall, Ole Miss. Number three, Auburn. Number four, Arkansas. So one, two, three, and four were all from the West. Then five, Kentucky. Six, Tennessee. Seven, Florida. And eight, Georgia. So five through eight, all out of the East. A little back and forth there. Number nine, Mississippi State. Number 10, Mizzou. Number 11, South Carolina. 12, Texas A&M. 13, Alabama. And 14, Vanderbilt. Now, if you kind of tuned out and you just tuned back in, you're what? Alabama team. Again, remember, these are transfer portal rankings. These are not power rankings. These are not uh, standings in the conference. These are not conference standings. These are how each team ranks in the transfer portal now that all that is said and done. I've got my SEC East names here highlighted in blue. The West is in kind of a, a yellow or a yellowish gold. Uh, and if you're just listening along, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, this is a visual heavy episode. So you may want to jump on to YouTube for this one. But if you don't like YouTube and you don't want to be on YouTube, go on and head on over to Spotify. I upload every single episode of the podcast as a video episode. So you have the choice, the option on Spotify of listening in audio form or viewing the exact same video that we got going right here on YouTube. So give that a chance. Uh, and while you're here on YouTube, hit that thumbs up, smash that like button, sub to the channel. You guys are the fuel that makes this car go. 
Uh, I appreciate it so much. Drop a comment below. Who's your number one player? Who do you want to see? What are you most excited about? Um, you know, now that the Super Bowl is said and done, it is officially the end of football season. But in my mind, it's just preseason for next season is the way I'm always thinking about it. We got Selection Sunday right around the corner. We got Spring Ball just right around the corner. My goodness, March Madness is right around the corner. It never stops, never stops. Then we're going to be into fall camp. Then before you know it, this 2023 college football season is going to be here. I'm already just getting worked up thinking about it. Okay, guys, here we go. Picking up where we left off. We're now turning our attention to the SEC East. And our first school from the East popping into these rankings is the Kentucky Wildcats at number five overall in the consensus. 247 had them at um, five on three, had them at four, and Athlon had them at five. So they were the consensus number five pick, Kentucky Wildcats. So who is headed to the Kentucky Wildcats that I think will make the biggest impact. It should be no surprise, Devin Leary, quarterback coming out of NC State, one of the top quarterbacks in the transfer portal. He visited a lot of schools, but it was Kentucky that ended up getting him. He has one year of eligibility left. He is a former four-star out of Sicklerville, New Jersey, played for NC State. He was originally in the 2018 class. So this will be his final season of eligibility. A lot of things attracting him to Kentucky. I think most importantly, the return of Liam Cohen, that pro-style offense, had a lot of success two years ago uh, with Will Levis in, in Levis's first season there before Cohen took back off to the Rams. He is returning to Lexington, and I think that's a perfect storm uh, for Devin Leary's skill set. Um, and I think they are set to improve there, especially if they can improve along the offensive line. Uh, you know, in 2021, Leary threw 35 touchdown passes. Uh, so if Cohen can extract some of that production out of Leary in this upcoming season, they have great young talent at wide receiver. If they can get better along the offensive line, um, that will be a big-time, big-time get for Kentucky, Devin Leary. All right, moving on. Coming in at the consensus number six overall, the Tennessee Volunteers. Now, 247 had Tennessee at nine. On three had them at six, and Athlon had them at seven. But that brought them up overall to the consensus number six pick. Uh, and most notably, Tennessee lost while well, losing two great receivers, but they're losing a Bolitnikoff award winner in Jalen Hyatt. Cedric Tillman also headed off to the NFL, had a huge year in Josh Heupel's first season. So who are they bringing in to replace some of this production that they're losing at wide receiver? Dante Thornton, wide receiver out of Oregon, former four-star recruit out of Baltimore, Maryland, signed in the 2021 class. He has two years of eligibility remaining. Now, I believe Brew McCoy, who they picked up from USC last year, 
is entering into his final season of eligibility. So it's good to pick up another big guy. Dante Thornton is 6'5". I think he's got a couple inches on Brew McCoy. But he's not just 6'5". He has speed. He's fast. He can he can be used in the slot. They can use him like they used Jalen Hyatt in that role, although I think a lot of people are expecting Squirrel White to take on more of that that speedster type role, but Dante Thornton's got speed. Um, he is a threat. He took over uh, following injury to Chase Coda. He went out for multiple weeks. Thornton stepped in, proved to be a deep ball threat. He, throughout his career, 26 catches, 541 yards, three touchdowns. So not a lot of touchdown production, but his average yards per reception, 20 yards. Tell me that won't work in this Josh Heupel offense where they're going fast. They're, they want receivers who can get five yards behind, you know, the defense. Wide open pop shots, just pop shots, just right down there. Joe Milton, Dante Thornton, I can totally see it. Um, definitely a big get. And I think big time talent there adding to an already talented wide receiver core. Um, all right, moving on. Next in the rankings, number seven consensus overall, the Florida Gators. And guys, I've kind of messed up here. I had pictures pulled up of all these guys, uh, and I forgot to do it. Anyway, here we are. Uh, Graham Mertz, quarterback, headed to Florida. Quarterback coming out of Wisconsin. He has two years of eligibility remaining. So that's good news. As you know, Florida's quarterback situation right now, after Anthony Richardson declared for the draft and the Jaden Rashada NIL debacle just totally fell through. Good, good get here for the Gators. Now, is this a long-term solution? No. You still want your, your future quarterback uh, situation to be coming from your, your high school recruiting. You want that that big-time high school recruit that you can get there, develop, maybe redshirt, and then get you know three good seasons out of. Anyway, Graham Mertz, I think, is perfect to bridge the gap that they're in right now with two years of eligibility. Um, and he was one of the highest-ranked quarterbacks that ever played at Wisconsin. He had 4,400, over 4,400 passing yards, 38 touchdowns, and 26 interceptions across four seasons at Wisconsin. Um, so, you know, Gators definitely have one of the most um, – urgent needs at quarterback, but I think Graham Mertz is the perfect guy to step into that role this year. Four-star recruit out of Mission, Kansas, signed in the 2019 class, two years of eligibility. He will help get them to that next player, that next big recruit, whoever that is, whenever that is. All right, next up, number eight consensus overall, the Georgia Bulldogs. And wouldn't you know it, we are sticking with a theme here in the SEC East. If you're following along on video, we had quarterback, wide receiver, quarterback. And that's right, we got another wide receiver here for our impact player, none other than Dominic Lovett. He will be headed to Athens to help out Georgia, who lost 
Uh, a few big time producers there at the wide receiver position. Now, Georgia is not hard up for talent by any means, but Dominic Lovett, one of the more talented receivers in the SEC period, coming over from Missouri. He had 56 receptions for 100, or sorry, 846 yards. So he was the team leader uh, for Mizzou there, along with three touchdowns. Uh, he was seventh among SEC receivers in receptions per game at 4.7 and third in receiving yards per game. So don't be shocked if he blows those numbers out of the water next year. This guy is a former four-star out of Belleville, Illinois, uh, has two years of eligibility remaining. We'll see what happens after this year, but if they can get two more years with Dominic Lovett, um, I am sure that they would love that. Next up on our list, skip it to number 10 in the consensus rankings, Mizzou. Mizzou Tigers. Now, Mizzou has lost a fair amount of talent. Guy just mentioned, Dominic Lovett, he is headed down south to Athens. So they need help there at the wide receiver position to kind of replace. Now, they still have Luther Burden, very talented, but you can't just have one guy. You, you got to have a room. And so they are picking up Theo Weiss. He's got two years of eligibility. This guy is a former five-star out of Allen, Texas. Signed uh, to Oklahoma in the 2019 class, has two seasons of eligibility remaining. So he is coming off of a four-year career at Oklahoma. He had 64 receptions for over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Now, his best season was when Spencer Rattler was there in 2020. Uh, 530 yards, 37 receptions, and four touchdowns that year. So not sure what kind of numbers to expect from him in Mizzou's offense. We'll know a little bit more after spring ball and as we get into fall camp. But regardless, good pickup there for Missouri. Former five-star. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of experience as well. Um, he will bring much-needed depth and experience to that offense. All right, next up, Trey Knox. Coming from Arkansas, headed over to South Carolina. The Gamecocks are our number 11 in the consensus rankings. So Trey Knox, tight end, big-time talent there, for his final year of eligibility, will be headed to Columbia, South Carolina. Former four-star recruit out of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, signed to Arkansas in the 2019 class. And listen, South Carolina lost a good tight end, Jaheim Bells. They've, they've lost a few positions, but this is a good pickup. Experienced tight end, great pass catcher, six foot five, 245 pounds, you know, replacing Jaheim Bell, who left for Florida State and should get Big targets from Spencer Rattler. You got to kind of like that connection there. Spencer Rattler now, a little more experience. You've got an experienced tight end. This is all kind of setting up for a career season for Trey Knox to possibly propel him into the NFL. 
under a new offensive coordinator, Dow Loggins, we'll see how he's utilized, but you got to feel pretty good about that one if you're a Gamecock. That's a good, good, good pickup. And guys, last on our list here, number 14 in the consensus rankings, the Vanderbilt Commodores. Now, they didn't pick up many people. In fact, I think this might have been the only one, at least it was when I was putting all of this together. As you know, Vanderbilt has you know stricter academic requirements. It, it makes who they can get in the transfer portal a lot stricter. Um, but they picked up Aeneas DeCosmo, edge rusher defender. Well, really a pretty versatile defender. Got him listed as linebacker here, um, but can pass rush. Uh, he should he should pretty much step into an immediate role. He's coming over from Stanford. Not sure entirely what that role is going to look like yet. Like I said, a versatile guy, can play linebacker, could probably uh, help in the pass rush. He's got two years of eligibility, former three-star out of Oradell, New Jersey, signed in the 2019 class. He will be a help no matter which position he ends up at there in Nashville for the Vanderbilt Commodore. So guys, let me recap top to bottom here. Now that we've been through our SEC East impact players, let me run through all of the rankings again with the impact players and look at a little pattern we got going here and what the difference is between the West and the East. So back at number one overall, we had LSU impact player Denver Harris, cornerback, Coming over from Texas A&M, former five-star, three years of eligibility remaining. Number two, Ole Miss, Monty Montgomery, big pickup, linebacker, former three-star out of Georgia, played at Louisville, signed in the 2019 class, coming in for his final year of eligibility. Number three, Auburn, Avery Jones, interior offensive line, got a year of eligibility left, former four-star out of Havelock, North Carolina, played at East Carolina. Um, we've played at University of North Carolina before that, signed in the 2018 class. Number four, Arkansas, Trajan Jeffcoat, defensive line, one year of eligibility, former three-star out of Columbia, South Carolina, coming over from Mizzou, signed in the 2018 class. So all defensive guys there, except for Avery Jones, offensive line. But cornerback, linebacker, offensive line, defensive line. Those are our first four schools all out of the West. Our next four schools all out of the East, Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, picking up offensive guys. Now, I know every school picked up offensive and defensive guys, but as far as their big-time pickups, right, seems to be a focus on defense out of the West and offensive production out of the East. So I just find that interesting. So for Kentucky at number five, Devin Leary, quarterback, four, former four-star, one year of eligibility remaining, coming over from NC State. Number six, the Tennessee Vols, getting Dante Thornton out of Oregon, two years of eligibility remaining at the wide receiver position, former four-star, signed in the 2021 class. The Florida Gators at number seven, are getting Graham Mertz at quarterback coming down from Wisconsin, former four-star in the 2019 class, has two years of eligibility remaining. Georgia Bulldogs at number eight, getting Dominic Lovett from Mizzou, signed in the 2021 class as a former four-star. He has two years of eligibility remaining. 
Going back to the West, number nine, Mississippi State Bulldogs. Kamari Rogers, cornerback, coming over from Miami, coming back home to Mississippi. Uh, four years of eligibility remaining there and a lot of talent, a lot, a lot, a lot of talent signed in the 2022 class as a four-star. Uh, they will utilize him for sure. Then at number 10 again, Mizzou, Theo Weiss, wide receiver coming over from Oklahoma, signed in the 2019 class as a five-star. Two years of eligibility remaining there. Then, as I mentioned, Trey Knox headed to Columbia, South Carolina for the Gamecocks, who clock in at 11 in our rankings. Um, one year of eligibility remaining, former four-star. Number 12, Texas A&M Aggies getting Sam McCall at cornerback. Three years of eligibility remaining, former four-star recruit, played at Florida State, signed in the 2022 class. Alabama, number 13 in our rankings. C.J. Dupree, tight end, replacing Cameron Latu, former three-star out of Maryland. Very, very, very productive at Maryland. Three-star in the 2021 class, two years of eligibility remaining. And then finally ending up there at Vanderbilt uh, with Aeneas DeCosmo, linebacker, getting two years out of him, played at Stanford, experience on the defense. So, Guys, there you have it. There are our transfer portal rankings. Um, this will be up on the website as well this episode and all of our content, secrecap.com. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at secrecap. And while you're here, before you go, smash that like, smash that thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever you prefer to chug your podcasts. We are there. Uh, drop me a comment in uh, below this video. Let me know who your impact player is. Who are you excited about? What are you excited about? And guys, I will catch you all on the next episode right here on the SEC Recap Podcast. Have a great one.